my name is Ruby. I'm Jesse. <laughs> and we are the Pinup Pumpkins Horror Podcast. <laughs> so we're an interactive podcast that focuses on disability, LGBTQIA, and feminist readings of horror. And we aim to make critical theory more accessible to a larger audience. Yeah, and because it's interactive while the podcast is going on, if you have any input or anything, you can have your voice heard on the show too. So. Yep. Okay, so that being said, um, we're just going to do a little intro video so you can get to know us. Um, and I have a couple questions. <laughs> so first question. Yes. What got you into horror? Um, I was like maybe 11 or 12 and my mm -hmm. stepdad was watching a lot of horror movies at the time and I was like, I want to do this. Just because it looked fun and, you know, when you're a kid and your parents or whoever watches horror movies and they, like, send you out of the room and they're like, don't come out until this movie is over. I'm like, I'm tired of this. I'm going okay. to watch this movie. So my first horror movie was Silent Hill. <gasps> yeah. Oh my yeah. And then after that, I was like, I'm fine. I can do this. Until I tried to watch The Grudge and, like, 12 mm -hmm. minutes in, I was sobbing and, like, yep. needed to be comforted. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> That's funny because my first movie was, um, I think my first like horror movie that I saw was The Ring. Oh, that one's so good, but that's so scary. Mm. And I like to be a, a creepy little child, and every time I like went to the pool, I had super long hair, and so I would like come out and just <laughs> in front of my face. You're going Samara mode. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like as a uh, as a child, like. I was a really creepy child, not gonna lie. And I like to creep out my sister. And I've always loved Halloween. And um, I wanted to be like one of those scary kids in a horror movie. I, I, that time has passed. Lifelong but, dream. You know, I would still be in a horror movie though. So, <laughs> for sure. Yep. Dang. So, how old were you when you watched that, probably? Oh my goodness, probably like too young. Too young. I don't I don't even know, but <laughs> just too was, young. Yeah, like six to eight. Oh wow, legend. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more like eight. But, Sa safer um, assumption. Yes. <laughs> my dad will also like he was really big into sci-fi. And every single time we came home, he either had like Harry Potter on or X Files. Or CSI, so I'd sit there and watch CSI as a child, and my mom would come in and she'd be like, "Why are you letting them watch that?" It's like it's just yeah. So and then I have nightmares and I like spooky stuff, but then I would I would get scared. It's it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, as an as an adult, more worth it than as a child, though. Yeah, <laughs> a little more rational. You can rationalize yeah. it a little bit better. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's that's true. <laughs> Yep. So you so, said yeah. you're watching Insidious this week? I watched Insidious for the first time today. Today? Uh, today. Earlier today. How did that go? It was an adventure. So I don't know about you and what is most scary to you, but I am so freaked out about those because I... 
you know, I believe in ghosts. I think they're real. Me too. And so, um, like, I can't, I, I hate all of the paranormal activities and the conjurings are just so scary to me. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like ghosts that just freak me out. Um, but more so it's like the things that you don't see or, um, so I thought the first part of Insidious was super scary, but the second part, I don't know. The suspense in the first half was a lot more scary to me than yeah. the second half. I feel like uh, um, seeing a glimpse of something is scarier than seeing it, like, do its thing. Right, exactly. Like, I always find it more scary when a ghost, like, has no contact with the person. Mm-hmm. But then in the second half, there's, like, a ghost that's, like, choking someone out. <laughs> And I don't know, that's just, like, not as scary to me. That that, that might sound weird, but it just, I don't know, not. Yeah, for sure. And also in the second part, when he's, like, spoilers, but this movie is so old. (laughs) The second part where he's, like, in the, I don't remember what they call it, like, the other or something, the other side. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever they call it. When when it is, like, the ghost that's choking him out, it's just, like, fog and, like, a regular person. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, no effects or anything. <laughs> yep. It's, like, look at this spooky person. Um, but I did scream one time, and that one time was, like, when they're all sitting at the table and then the red face is just there. Oh, yeah. that's. I think that's the scariest part of the whole movie. <laughs> it's, like, scary <Yeah>. Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think Darth Maul is already scary, then it's just scarier Darth Maul, but that's, you know. (laughs) Oh, that's, I'm just gonna describe it like that from now on. (laughs) And like, I'm sure because I I saw it today, you know, in 2022 and not when it came out, Mm -hmm. but like when he had like the big claws, I'm like, oh, it's Slender Man. (laughs) Yeah. Slender Man is so pervasive. To like mm-hmm. everything now. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Babadook. When did um, when did Insidious even come out? I don't remember. Long time ago, though. I was like a child. Yeah, it had to be maybe twenty twelve. That sounds good. Maybe. Um, if we're wrong, don't hate us. But twenty twelve sounds like reasonable. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But when the world ends. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Exactly. When it just started mm-hmm. getting worse and worse every single year. Yeah, yeah. We won't go down that road. No, no, we don't need to be more um, sad than we already are. <laughs> okay, so I have a second question. Mm-hmm. And that is, why did you want to do a podcast? I have kind of always wanted to talk about horror stuff. Um, and, you know, I do that in my daily life with my husband and people around me, but not really in, like, a critical way, and I love looking at stuff, like, more intense. It's a curse I have. I have to research everything all the time. (laughs) So, I, um, when you were mentioning that you potentially wanted to do that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, like, my opportunity. (laughs) So I'm so so happy that you did because I love you. Oh, I love you too. Uh, so you like to do all of the research, right? Correct. 
I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I I just go in not knowing a thing and I'm just along for the ride and I like to make my own meanings out of everything because I'm a little English major and um you know the curtains are not just red to me they're the meaning of blood and love and death <laughs> the big three <laughs> blood love and death yep yep there you go I'll just pull things out of um midair part of that the reason why I asked like you know why did you want to do a podcast because like we both said earlier um we have super anxiety extremely <laughs> and so of course we have to pick the most public platform to talk about for sure anything. and and allow people to talk to us while we're doing it which <laughs> bold no pressure <laughs> yeah. so you know I could say anything and it'd be live. Fun times. That's good to remember. Okay. <laughs> My bad. No, you're good. So, I actually, um, I used to be really afraid of talking in general mm -hmm. to, like, people and, like, publicly especially. Like, I was just horrified of saying something wrong. Um, and just had so much anxiety about that. I, I don't know. I think it's to a lot of disabled and queer people, like they feel like their voices have been taken away. And I just feel in a better place to talk about. Yeah, and especially because you're talking from, from that perspective and thinking about things in that way. I feel like right. it's like kind of liberating in a way to be like here's my perspective on this and why i feel yeah. this way about this yes and horror is the perfect genre to do that because i think that it it shows things that it gets away with a lot that a lot of other genres don't For and sure. it, it shows people that are also not usually in mainstream so it could be like outcasts or um you know queer people when they weren't in the mainstream media, even if those representations might not have been best, um, we still can like find ourselves and I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That and like, like you said, it's good to be good to be critical about it in a good and a bad way because they get away with it sometimes um, for mm -hmm. the better and sometimes for the worse. <laughs> yep and sometimes it like especially with like mad people or people who have mental illness um, like it can shape people's views about that too so like the horror genre is pretty powerful in shaping people's views about things so for sure that being said um I do not claim to speak for everyone. Oh, yeah. Or, like, you know, I'm not trying to speak for the whole disability community or queer community or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this just... Purely our own perspectives of how we view yes. the world and how we experience the world, which is going to be different for everyone. And I think that's good to have it um, interactive as well because we can get... <laughs> perspectives of people who aren't us and have different life experiences than us and you know talk about that and 
Right, right. Yeah, and I, I think that's just so great to be able to elevate certain voices that maybe don't get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, we just say something completely off the walls that, uh, I don't know, just everybody has a different perspective on film. And I just, I like to be surprised and taken a different way. Maybe yeah. mm -hmm. what I thought about. Because it could be something you never thought about and somebody <laughs> else brings it up and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Am I allowed to yeah, curse? <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yes. Good. I have a terrible mouth. <laughs> Me too. So we're good. Good. We're good. good. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, eighteen and up. Oh yeah, that's right. We're good. we're literally potty mouths. It's fine. It's fine. So, what's your favorite horror movie? Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> or or some of your favorites? Because I don't I don't think if you asked me that I could pick one. Right. It's it's so hard because I like so many different movies for different reasons. But I have narrowed it down, I think, to maybe four-ish. Okay. Um, Lay it on and, me. Okay. <laughs> so they're going to be different from when I was a kid. So when I was a kid, my favorites were Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Four Line, and Corpse Bride. And I still love those movies. Um, but in the more horror horror genre um i would say i i really like suspiria uh the soundtrack is some i love porn starch blood <laughs> um and just the the scenes like the backdrop of the dance studio is so beautiful and it's so cool like every single person on that set filmed in a different language uh, I don't know if you knew that <laughs> oh I haven't even seen Suspiria which is like it's on my list I need to do that because I am a poser but <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I I feel like like I never went to film school but I definitely feel like oh I like Suspiria like I'm so I'm so cool and you know film student even though I'm not <laughs> but um it's just good like Okay, so honestly, like the the acting, they had to go over it with subtitles, so it's not like you're not getting the audio from the actual actor. So that's a little bit wonky, but the story is still cool. And if you like witches, then it's just really good. I like it. Um, and then there's another movie that I love that takes place in a dance academy and it's called Climax. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't. But I've heard a lot of people talking about it recently. I've, I've heard it's kind of like one of those movies that you either really love or you don't care for. Hmm. Okay. I would be very interested in seeing like why people don't like it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean and it... I'm, I might be wrong, but that's at least what I feel like I've heard. I might be talking yeah, no. from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. I just like again, I would I would love to know the other perspectives on it. Um 
I'm I'm wondering if they don't like it because it it is so it feels so real and horrifying in that sense. It's possible. Um, so the the basic I don't know, I don't want to give it away. That's okay. I I'll watch wait. it. I'll watch it. Oh my yeah, I'm gonna wait and let you watch that. So very good. And then the newer movies that I like that have come out. Um probably like 2020 and after would be I really like Last Night in Soho and Fresh. And I haven't seen either of those either. <laughs> they're on my they're on my list. It's stuff that I've been <laughs> wanting to watch, but like just timing hasn't been right yet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know you like the B horror. Oh the yeah, B. for sure. Um <laughs> like basically oh yeah well i love that too who doesn't (laughs) the awkward interactions (laughs) love them it's kind of a horror in its own right (laughs) yeah you're correct it's it's horror but in a different way (laughs) not intentionally (laughs) yeah (laughs) no but i feel like if we're watching like a horror movie it's pretty much going to be a b horror movie from like the 70s or 80s Mm-hmm. we have like a discussion where we're like do we want to watch a good movie or a movie and a movie usually just means like a b movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's um, something so fun about that yeah it's very enjoyable i mean you basically commentate the entire time because stuff is just so bizarre sometimes and you're like why is this like this which then i'm mm-hmm. like gotta find out everything about it and sometimes they're so like not I don't know, sometimes they're so small that there's, like, nothing, and then I'm just, like, I gotta know. (laughs) But, yeah, I love, I love them. It's so much fun. And then, I don't know, so, like, from that, I think, from that era, I've talked to you about Basket Case. I love that movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a movie by Peter Jackson called, I think it's called Dead Alive Here. Um... It's so ridiculous, like a New Zealand movie. Yeah, that's all I can think of off the top of my head right now. Mm -hmm. We watch so many that, like, they kind of just blend together eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, like, I love Pan's Labyrinth. That's one of my favorite movies that I've ever seen. The the visuals (laughs) in that are just so, like, stunning. (laughs) Yeah, that is an amazing movie that is worth all the credit oh for sure the hype it's just it's gorgeous it's heart-wrenching and it's well i really like that movie because it has like a real horror aspect like in that that time period Mm -hmm. of when everything was going on it and it's it's cool because it's like a fantasy horror right Mm -hmm. it's so unique and yeah and like in terms of art and visuals, like, my favorite art style is surrealism, and I feel like that handles that, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, just a beautiful display of surrealism in film. Yes. yes. Like, real enough, but not real, you know? hmm hmm Very dreamlike. Yeah. And then recently mm-hmm. I've been watching, like, a lot of, like, Korean horror movies, because mm-hmm. every okay. single one I've seen has been good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very scary. <laughs> yes. Very yeah. Scary. Really scary and just really creative. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like such a different like way of approaching horror than mo- mm-hmm. a lot of the movies I see like from over here, you know? Right. Yeah. I would love to 
kind of go into into some of those um, in the future. Yeah, for sure. And then also, I love The Ring. That one's really good. And mm -hmm. I love Saw One. I love <laughs> I love the Saw franchise. We we'll get into this at another time because I could talk about it for uh, ever. But I like. I like the Saw franchise for various reasons, but I genuinely feel like Saw 1 is a good movie. <laughs> and I like that Fair. movie very much. <laughs> it, it is pretty good. Did you know that Saw is actually like, it can be considered like a disability horror? No, I didn't know that. We could also go into that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be interested to know, to know about that. Yeah, yeah. Because Jigsaw, I think, has cancer right yeah and i like, mean horrors of the healthcare that's... system generally yeah <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah and i i also really love the the 70s style of movie mm. like 70s 80s it's just horror that's unmatched and i like i like horror movies that are filmed in daytime or in light like, a big pet peeve of mine is if the whole entire horror movie that I'm watching is just, I can't see anything. I'm like, please, someone turn on a light. It's so aggravating. <laughs> like, I know they're trying to set the scene to be scary. And darkness has its, like, scary moments, I guess. But, like, it just really bothers me. Because I'm like, why would you spend so much money to just film darkness? And it's so much scarier if you're not relying on, like the cover mm -hmm. of darkness to like amp up your scares or whatever so so that being said like how'd you feel about midsummer because like all of it is in the light yes yes so uh, i went pretty in depth on my instagram story about how i felt about midsummer plug it plug uh, it plug it <laughs> <laughs> but i so i like that that is done in the light um but i think i also mentioned that i like the wicker man a little bit more mm -hmm. um i like horror that happens in daytime or like because you don't expect it to right and that makes it feel a little bit more eerie to me and also just to me personally i feel like horror is very similar to real life <laughs> And, and in Midsummer, so, you know, it's very cult-based. And there are people that can easily be sucked in to the cult. So sure. it, it's not like it doesn't happen. Right. And as you're watching, you can see why it does happen. I don't know. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're seeing it from the perspective of, like, quote-unquote, like, normal people you know just like your everyday person just like you would see mm -hmm. your friends or whatever mm -hmm. and they're going to this place and by the end of it it's like who are they <laughs> right right and i i love when horror movies get that human psychology right too um how many times have you heard someone say oh you know like if if that was happening to me like i wouldn't do that or that sort of thing, like, it might not be realistic, but, like, when movies, when each character reacts in a different way, and it feels realistic to, like, 
maybe like a trauma response or like them being scared. I really like that too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Oh man, we have so much to watch and unpack. <laughs> so much, but I'm so excited. Yeah, and I'm so excited to hear to hear like what you have to say about everything because it's so easy to be like this is how I think about a movie so this is how this movie is but discussing it like mm -hmm. already there's things you've said that I'm like oh I've never thought about it that way mm -hmm. and I'm really excited to hear all the background information and the way that you think about horror movies too because you know we're obviously different people and we think differently mm -hmm. but that's what makes it so enriching and I think that it will make for a really interesting conversation for sure for sure yeah. So exciting. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess there is just like some housekeeping stuff yeah. that I want to say. Mm -hmm. So, we have a little cauldron here. Beautiful. <laughs> and what we're planning to do is each time we have our podcast um whoever is a follower and who's listening will put your name into the culture and then we will pick out a winner and we'll win a free prize and yeah. it will probably be some art that i make yes so, the best yeah. prize of all <laughs> Fun prizes. and corn so you're saying corn <laughs> it's corn <laughs> i can tell you all about it I guess corn and horror sound similar. Oh, that makes more sense to me. It's corn themed. <laughs> it's corn themed. Children of the corn, it could be. I think we need to review Children of the Corn. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna cover my ass and say I haven't seen that movie either. I, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> okay, good. So we're on the same page with that one. But because corn is so important right now, we need to do it. You're correct. We need it. We need to to catch the. Uh, I don't even know. Catch the bird before it flies away? Is that a saying that people say? <laughs> Probably not. Sounds good to me. <laughs> as long as it makes sense. <laughs> yep. It is now. It is now. Good. Visionary yeah. over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, for our first podcast episode, we are going to do a triple feature of Texas Chainsaw, which was highly requested, X and Pearl. And we're going to see how those kind of relate. And I'm really excited. So. Me too. That will be 7 p.m. on Thursday. Not this Thursday, but the next. September 22nd? Yes. Sounds good. Correct. Okay. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, good. Yeah. And just, um, just have to bear with us while we figure some stuff out. Might be a little rough yeah. at first, but just... Be nice. We'll oh, get there. Fine. We'll get there. I feel like a lot of people who are watching at first kind of know who I am. Yeah. Um, and they they know that I'm a, a big dork, so oh, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine. Stay spooky. Stay Until spooky. next time. 